Welcome to Let Me Tell You Something. This is Taylor Lee, a student at UMass Amherst, filling in for Josephine Royal. And I'm going to be interviewing her and see what she has to say today. Hi, Taylor. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Taylor. Well, I, I think you just did a great thing. So what do you want to ask? Well, I guess I'll ask you, how long have you been working here? Almost 15 years. What is your favorite part about this job? Well, my favorite part was is I came in knowing nothing. I absolutely knew nothing. I, I didn't know anything. I, I didn't know anything about podcasting, editing, uh, nothing. Uh, and I came here a total blank page. But I knew that I knew in my heart I had to learn. And so for me, that meant taking everything from you know you come from my my era where there was no computers no podcasting no cell phones and so i was like now what what do i do and so i decided to pick everybody's brain that i could and that meant anybody that came through that door and uh whether there were interns volunteers uh, co-workers, management, I decided that's how I was going to learn. And uh, for me, that was not easy because I had brain surgery. And so I had to relearn everything. I was just like I woke up into a new world and it was like, oh, my gosh, I don't recognize this world. And I didn't. So the best part for me is that I learned. I took the opportunity and I learned. But the wonderful thing is, is that here at uh, UMA, formerly known as MATV, uh, they were willing to help. And so I loved that. I, 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 I kept saying, let me tell you something. I didn't know that. I was not knowing that I was saying that. And somebody said to me, you ought to have a show. Let me tell you something. And I, w I went home and I was shy. I was shy. Believe it or not, I was shy. <laughs> and... Um, I went home and thought about it, and I started to do a show. My husband and I would come and bill us my set, and it was extravagant, which it didn't need to be, but, you know, you couldn't tell me that. And I liked it like my home. And uh, I wanted people to come in and be part of who I was and make them feel comfortable. And I did that. And as uh, soon as I sat in that chair, I became somebody else. Some, it, no, it was not that I became somebody else. It was always who I was, but I didn't know that. So uh, I began to learn other things. I began to learn editing. That was a real treat for me. <laughs> I remember the first edit that I did was Joseph Crow, and he was a very lovely man. And uh, that was not easy because I was using a different uh, thing than Final Cut X, and that was difficult for me. And, um, but I learned, and I began to learn. So I lear I'm learning from you, if you know it or not. That's, that's crazy to me. No, it's not crazy because you're teaching me. You learning teaches me whether you know it or not. Um, by the way, you are learning. You're teaching me. That's kind of cool to know that I'm kind of part of you learning. You, you are because, see, you know things that I do not and that I'll never know. So, but see, you're up on things that I'm not. 
and that's okay. I, I'm, not sh- I'm not ashamed to say that. That's the thing. If you have a willing heart, you'll know any, everything. It, you, you have to have the willingness to know. And that's what I have. And that's a gift. And so by me watching you learning, and you know, if you notice I watch what you do, you're teaching me. So that's a gift. You have a gift because you're teaching me. So you like to ask anything else. Well, I guess I just want to add on to that point. I, I agree with you that you have to admit that you don't know a lot of things in order to truly learn. Otherwise, your ego is going to get in the way and you're just not going to learn anything at all. You'll just kind of see a plateau in where you grow as a person. Yeah, I find that um, admitting that I do not know, uh, it, it's been best for me because... I've been able to go out into the community and record. Uh, I used to walk with my little cart and take the cameras and go. And my husband and I would go together. And uh, sometimes I would go alone. Uh, But I was able to do that. And uh, I don't do that much anymore. Uh, You know, I've been here since 2008. I got hired along the way because I came in through the back door, so to speak. And I did. I came in through the back door. And I came through an agency, and I had four years here, and, but I got hired here because I was like a sponge. I kept sucking up everything that came along. And was not always, was I always correct in everything? No, and I'm sure I'm still not. But I made it my business uh, to treat, um, to learn, uh, ooh, uh, and, and to just absorb and if what I could not learn here, I would go online and get tutorials and use the tutorials as a backup. You get me? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, so I was a person that loved college, and I, I actually, actually won awards for the way that I would learn. Huh. Would you like to talk about that more? Like, what was your specific strategies for learning? Uh, see... I was a person that um, would sit there quietly and, you know, learn. And uh, I would take classes. I I took one particular class. They said, ah, this is a class that you just get the credits, you eat them. Wrong. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to fail this class. And so we went into Boston, and the, le- the professor decided that we would go into this museum and do, like, I don't know, 12 points that we would hit on, and we would have to do something for him with these 12 points. That, and we'd only choose three. I did all 12. I said, if I only do three, I'm dead. And I, you know, so... And then you do all of them and mail it to him, and then you get your grade. I was like, oh, oh, oh. you know, I was just like, I'm done. So when I got my grade, I got an A-plus for effort and an A-minus for my grade. And he said to me, I can't believe you did that. He said, why did you do that? And I told him, I said, I was frightened. I was going to funk. And it was all about uh, going into Boston, going through the, through the uh, museum. I saw such beauty. See, that's the key. I, I have the ability just um, to see beauty in people and uh, the culture that they're from. 
I, I just love that. I mean, just I eat that stuff right up. And other people just don't. I mean, it, me, I don't care. I don't care where you're from. It doesn't bother me. It's just like there's beauty in that. How can you not find beauty from where other people are not from? I'm attracted to that. So I'll go and I'll search. I'll, I'll look at that and I'll find, you know, why do I like that? So that's what I did in this class. I, and I passed that class no problem. <laughs> I remember when I got the award. I, I, I still have it today. I still have it today, and I look at that every now and then, and I go, wow. <laughs> so what else would you like to know? Well, I know we've talked about it a little bit off air. You lived in China for a bit or with a Chinese No, no, co- no. I lived in Peabody. Oh, Peabody, okay. Peabody, and there was a, a family that I lived with for about, I'd say, six months. And I took care of their children before I moved to Tennessee. Mm. And they were fabulous people. And that's how I learned how to cook. And then later on, when I moved elsewhere, I I just knew. And they moved down to Tennessee with us. We all went together. And but she was a fabulous cook. I mean, I, I she she just knew. She took and she would not cut meat on the same board and she vegetables and whatnot. She, she showed me how to do it. And uh, before that, I had hired, because, you know, uh, back then there was a reason I wanted to eat a certain way. And I hired a chef to show me. And um, it was quite interesting. But to live with a family like that and to enjoy their culture was quite different for me yeah and the way they treated the elderly and um they the respect they had for the the, their father was amazing it was amazing and i was like whoa you know and i i don't see that (laughs) (laughs) nowadays you know but it was amazing because I learned that was a lesson. And, you know, I, until this day, those people are wonderful. They're wonderful. And they still live in Tennessee. I came back because I couldn't take it down there. <laughs> it was all flatland for miles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was flatland. I didn't like it. I said to my husband, I, I got I to get back. Was the food at least good down there? Well, everybody, it was um, a bunch of people that um, lived in a, um, I don't know how to put it. It, it was a, a community, and everybody, some people lived together, you know, and everybody cooked together. We all ate together, but I, and I said, Mm-mm, not for my, not my, not my kind of cup of tea. I said, let's get out of here. You know, I said to my husband, as soon as I put my foot on that land, I said, Mm-mm, not my cup of tea. So we came back. In the middle of a uh, northeaster, <laughs> we drove back. Oh man! We drove back. That was a that was a trip and a half. I'd never do that again. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, this area is expensive, but you have no clue how great it is until you leave it. Until you leave it, because the restaurants down in that area are quite different. Um, it, it, the atmosphere was like so foreign to me. And that's the United States, but it was so foreign to me. And it was like, I, I can't stay here. 
I needed the Four Seasons. I needed I, 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 the way they shopped. They would go out. Uh, has, it was so far away. You had to drive miles. I'm talking like an hour to get to a grocery store. And buy in bulk. And buy in bulk. And I said, not doing that. <laughs> so, and if you want to shop for clothes, miles. Wow. I said, Mm-mm, not doing that. So what if something happens to you? Like, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> so what else would you like to know? Well, what other cultures have you experienced that you've loved? Because I know you just talked about the Tennessean culture, which you were not a fan of. But what other ones did you experience that you really, really uh, I come from about? an Italian background and also uh, Portuguese. Um, my, my, one of my aunts is Portuguese, was Portuguese. And um, it's different. Uh, you know, different um, ways of, you know, on Sundays, our household was full, always full. And my mother never turned anybody away. Uh, another plate, another plate. You know, well, uh, my house was always full as a child. I never known, like, an empty table. And... Um, that's the way it was. Uh, cousins, this one, you know, uh, we always had family around. Uh, that's the way it was. Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve, my dad would do the cooking. <laughs> Not my mom. I, I never wondered about, but but my dad would. I would go to work. I would work in the hospital. I, I worked as a, a caretaker in the hospital, and he'd wait for twelve o'clock until everybody was together. And he does the special cooking on New Year's Eve, because he was quite a cook. Yeah. So uh, he and my mother, like, they, my brother and I were talking about this, this sauce, and she would say, "Did your father put anything in there?" And I, I'm like, I'd go, "I don't know. <laughs> Got to tell me if he puts anything in that sauce." <laughs> I just laugh. My brother and I were talking about this the other day. He said, "You too?" I said, "Yeah." <laughs> He said, they had a battle over that sauce. I said, what is he putting in there? He said, with capers, capers, Joe. I said, you're kidding me. I said, Gaffity? He said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was funny. I, I, I experienced different ways. Um, I, you know, I love different things and see different people and things of that nature. Yeah. And my aunt would cook her um, corvus soup. That's Portuguese, corvus soup. And uh, she did it. Corvus soup is like, um, oh, I don't know how to explain it. Potatoes. Uh, I don't know how to say it in American. I can't believe it. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> but a certain type of green and bones and um, some kind type of sausage and beef and she would make that boy that was good <laughs> that was good and but it was portuguese and all the, the the way they did it everybody would sit outside and eat because we lived like in a we lived near each other like close-knit so we were close to each other so what what do you what do you see in different cultures in this area well i mean i don't as a kid, I never really asked people about their cultures because growing up in Malden, it was just kind of 
I've seen so many. I've lived in a very diverse area. So as a kid, I kind of took it for granted. I just, I, was, I just assumed every, but every place is like this. Everybody is like this. And then, so I never really asked people about it. And then I got to college at UMass and I kind of realized, whoa, like Malden really was diverse. I didn't get yep. to realize how many groups of people I met growing up. So now I try to be a little more conscious of it and ask about people, ask it about people a little more. I'm still not quite great at asking those questions yet, but it's mm-hmm. something I'm hoping to get better at over this yeah. coming semester. Yeah, it, it, it it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to know uh, when people would get together, they would have get-togethers and different foods and taste different foods from different uh, areas. You know, I, I love that. Uh, when I was a kid, we didn't see, we saw Portuguese and we saw Italian and different areas of Italian, uh, Sicilian, not Sicilian. Uh, it was different. But we didn't see too many other cultures back then. As time went forth, we began to see that, that uh, um, those, you know, different cultures. When I came to Malden and time went on, I began to see. Uh, I, I, I was very close to the Jewish people, very close. And that is a beautiful culture, too. And I love that. And um, I, I, I just love that. I loved everything about that. Well, what were your favorite parts about their culture? Um, well, actually, I brought my kids up Jewish. Uh, and so the food, the, the, the way they present this, I'm very warm, very loving. I, I just love everything about that. Um, I, it, it's just the way they are, the way they are. And um, the dancing, the dancing, the music. Um, I know. I mean, I lived it for a long time. And um, it's a, just a be- beautiful way of life. It's a way of life. It's a way of life. You know, that's why I, when I begin my show, what I always say what comes from the heart will touch the heart. And that's true. If you, I like to be real. And I don't like to be phony. Like, you know, some people when they talk, they throw their voice. I, I don't go for that. I like to be real. Just be upfront. And just pe- tell people like it is. Yeah. Be- and because you'll get more that way than being phony. Be upfront, and uh, you'll find things will be wonderful for you. Uh, that's the way I am here. That's the way I'm. I'm home. I, you know, I'm not going to change. Um, that's life. And and if you treat people with the love that's in you. That will come back to you. Yeah. Full force. And you treat people with kindness, it will come back to you. Full force. And expect nothing in return. Nothing. But it will just automatically come back. Yeah. So what have you learned here by being here so far? So far, I mean, obviously I've learned a lot of the the tangible skills like editing and recording and working the camera. I can't remember what model it was, but... uh, more than that, I've kind of seen how the day-to-day works here in a sense, mm-hmm. like how everybody here interacts and how it's it's more than just a workplace. Everybody knows each other. They know about each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been really valuable to see, especially for like the first time that I've been working in this I guess, industry. 
that's wonderful. That's wonderful. But anything else you'd like to ask or anything else you'd like to do? Um, I guess I, there's one more question that comes to the top of my head. Um, you talked about kindness and how you've kind of learned to give it to other people. What have you found as like unique and special ways to show that kindness to people? Um, I find a lot, sometimes I have people that come in, um, they sort of lost their way, um, uh, uh, particularly in life. You've got to show them respect and dignity. Uh, no matter what walk of life they are from, you've got to show them respect and dignity. You just can't uh, uh, turn them away. Uh, you've got to go the extra mile, so to speak. Uh, no matter who you're with, um, you got to show them dignity and respect. Y- your coworkers, um, y- you got to show them dignity and respect. Um, all the same, um, and you got to. Um, sometimes uh, that little kindness, um, maybe a little something somewhere. If somebody's not feeling well, call them up. Hey, hey how you doing? Is there anything you need? It doesn't make a difference, See, even if it's, gee, maybe uh, I need some ginger ale or something. Um, anybody that comes in off the street, the first thing is, you know, hello, you know. Sometimes it may not be met the way you would entail it to be, you know, but that's okay. That's okay. You just keep on pressing it in a kind way, you know. Uh, you just do the best you can, especially now with COVID. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, a, a lot of people are freaking out, and I can understand why. I can understand why. But then again, you just do, you put your best foot forward, and you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people gonna, you know, have gotten COVID. Um, it's okay, but do I fear it? No, I don't. I, I, I just keep coming to work and doing the best I can with what you know what's given to me. And I try to protect people the best of my ability. And what's going to happen is going to happen. You know, and th- that's all I can do. And, uh, and I know everybody else is doing the best that they can too. And that's the kindness that I can show. And if anybody is like, you know, and I just do, th- I respect where they are. And that's the kindness that I can show. And that's all I can do. That's, you know, that's the, I want it you know, to show you how to do this because I know you do, you're going to do great. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know you are. I know you are. Anything else that you like to talk about? Well, you tar- talked about how you were a caretaker. Yes. Um, how far did you go in that field and what did you learn from it? I was certified. I was a certified uh, nurse's aide. Um, it, it was different how I got certified, not, not, not like nowadays. Uh, years ago, you used to go in and um, they would take you and train you right there, and then you get certified. Uh, nowadays, it's not like that, uh, unfortunately. Um, I don't know. Maybe some places still do that. I don't know. But that years ago, but way back when, you used to sit in the kitchen. You, you did not much of anything. And then time went on. They start to train you. You get certified. And I did that. Uh, but what I did not do... My, I have to say, to my stupidity, I did not get recertified, <laughs> although it's still there. Yeah, They see it, and I could take a test, but it, because it's been so long, 
they won't allow me to take the test and get recertified. So they said that they would do it if I would go and get recertified. But it cost so much to get recertified. I went to do it. And I couldn't believe how much it cost. I paid zero dollars. And because of my stupidity, I would say stupidity, <laughs> on my lacks thereof, um, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of money. Yeah. I paid zero dollars. So did my daughter. Huh. But today it cost. Yeah. I don't know if they'll go back to zero dollars again. I don't know. But I paid nothing. Huh. But they can see it. And I still have my certificate. But it's been too long. Too long. I learned a lot. And I, I got to tell you, I had such fun. Yeah. I did. I, I mean, I met some people <laughs> along the way. Uh, we had fun. <laughs> we have, I, I used to work all shifts, 7 to 3, 3 to 11, and 11 to 7. Wow. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I, we had a lot of fun. We worked hard, though. Yeah. We worked hard. It's not an easy job. Yeah. And I got to tell you, hats off to the people. A shout out there to people that are taking care of patients today. A big shout, whether they're doctors, nurses, aides, laboratory, whatever. A big shout out to their, my hats off to them and my heart out to them. Because um, they're doing a, 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 a lot of a work. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anything else? No, that's all the questions I've got for you today. Well, do you want to sign off? Sure. I will give it my best go. Okay. Thank you.